ان الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونعوذ بالله من شرور انفسنا وسيئات اعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له واشهد ان لا اله الا الله وحده لا شريك له واشهد ان محمدا عبده ورسوله اما بعد Today then in the seerah of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam we come now to the section regarding the physical characteristics of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam So it mentions here faslun fi sifatihi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam ruwiya an Anas ibn Malik رضي الله عنه قال كان أبو بكر الصديق رضي الله عنه إذا رأى النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم مقبلا يقول أمين مصطفى بالخير يدعو كضوء البدر زايله الظلام Here it mentions that Anas ibn Malik رضي الله عنه narrated that when Abu Bakr as-Siddiq رضي الله عنه used to see the Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم coming towards him, he would say, like the light of the full moon, his departure is darkness. The trustworthy chosen one who calls to good. So that is what is narrated that Abu Bakr radiallahu anhu used to say when he saw the Prophet sallallahu coming towards him. Aminun Mustafa bil khayri yad'u That he is the trustworthy chosen one who calls to good. Kadaw'i al-badri zayalahu al-zalamu that he is like the light of the full moon. When he departs, it becomes darkness. His departure is darkness. وَرُوِيَ عَنْ نعم. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentioned in the Qur'an, يَا أَيُّهَا النَّبِيُّ إِنَّا أَرْسَلْنَاكَ شَاهِدًا وَمُبَشِّرًا وَنَذِيرًا وَدَاعِيًا إِلَى اللَّهِ بِإِذْنِهِ وَصِرَاجًا مُنِيرًا That O Prophet Muhammad وسلم, Verily we have sent you as a witness, a bearer of glad tidings, a warner, one who invites to Allah by his permission, and a lamp spreading light. This is the description given in the Qur'an in Surah Al-Ahzab 33, chapter 33, verses 45 and 46. It mentions in there, وَسِرَاجًا مُنِيرًا A lamp spreading light. And this narration is mentioned by the historians. However, as Shaykh Muhammad Al-Aqil mentions, he could not find... This particular narration in any of the books of hadith though, that Abu Bakr used to say this. He couldn't find it in the books of hadith, but in the books of history generally, they do mention it, the historians do mention it.
that Abu Bakr used to say that when he saw the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. It's also been narrated from Jabir ibn Samurah. رَأَيْتُ رَسُولَ اللَّهِ صَلَّى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمَ فِي لَيْلَةٍ إِضْحِيَانٍ فَجْعَلْتُ أَنْظُرُ إِلَى رَسُولِ اللَّهِ صَلَى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمْ وَإِلَى الْقَمَرِ وَعَلَيْهِ حُلَّةٌ حَمْرَاءٌ فَإِذَا هُوَ عِنْدِي أَحْسَنُ مِنَ الْقَمَرِ He says that I saw the Prophet وسلم, on a clear night. So I looked at the Messenger of Allah وسلم, and at the moon. So I looked at the Messenger and at the moon. He was wearing a red garment and he looked better than the moon to me. And that is narrated in the Jami' of At-Tirmidhi 3041. The author then also mentions, وَرُوِيَ عَنْ أَبِي هُرَيْرَةَ رَضِيَ اللَّهُ عَنْهُ قَالْ كَانَ عُمَرَ بْنَ الْخَطَّابِ رَضِيَ اللَّهُ عَنْهُ يُنْشِدُ قَوْلَ زُهَيْرِ بْنَ أَبِي سَلْمَى فِي هِرْمِ بْنِ سِنَانِ حَيْثُ يَقُولُ لَوْ كُنْتَ مِنْ شَيْءٍ سِوَى بَشَرٍ سِوَى بَشَرٍ كُنْتَ الْمُضِيءِ لَيْلَةَ الْبَدْرِ It's also narrated that Abu Huraira mentions Umar ibn al-Khattab radiyallahu anhu used to recite a poem that Zuhair ibn Abi Salma wrote about Harim ibn Sinan. He would say, لَوْ كُنْتَ مِنْ شَيْءٍ سِوَى بَشَرٍ كُنْتَ الْمُضِيءِ لَيْلَةَ الْبَدْرِ That if you were anything other than a man, you would be the light during the night of a full moon. If you were anything other than a man, then you would have been the light during the night of a full moon. And then Umar and those sitting with him would say, this describes the messenger of Allah. Sallallahu alayhi wa sallam And no one else fits this description ثُمَّ يَقُولُ عُمَرْ وَجُلَسَاؤُهُ كَذَلِكَ كَانَ رَسُولُ اللَّهِ Sallallahu alayhi wa sallam وَلَمْ يَكُنْ كَذَلِكَ غَيْرَهُ We can see already from this opening section of the chapter the beauty of the Prophet Sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and how the companions would speak about the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam, mentioning the moon and that he was more beautiful than the sight of the moon, mentioning about the light of the moon and how he was. These are the types of descriptions that they gave to the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam. It's also been narrated by Abu Ishaq, "Sa'ala rajulun al-bara'ah." أَكَانَ وَجْهُ رَسُولِ اللَّهِ صَلَّى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمْ مِثْلَ السَّيْفِ قَالَ لَا مِثْلَ الْقَمَرِ That a man asked Al-Bara' Was the face of the messenger وسلم, like a sword? He said no, it was like the moon. The face of the Prophet ﷺ was like the moon. His face was white. The Prophet ﷺ was very fair. 
His face was white with a glow and, a ra- and round like the moon. It was not long like a sword. The face of the Prophet ﷺ was fair, white with a glow and rounded rather than long like a sword description would indicate. Then also, عن علي بن أبي طالب رضي الله عنه قال كان رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم أبيض اللون مشربا حمره أدعج العينين صبط الشعر كف اللحية ذا وفرة دقيق المسربة كأن عنقه إبريق فضة من لبته إلى سرته شعر يجري كالقضيب ليس في بطنه ولا صدره شعر غيره شفن الكفين والقدمين إذا مشى كأنما ينحط من صباب وإذا مشى كأنما ينقلع من صخر من صخر إذا التفت التفت جميعا كأن عرقه اللؤلؤ ولا ريح عرقه يطيب من ريح المسك الأذفر ليس بالطويل ولا بالقصير ولا الفاجر ولا اللئيم لم أرى قبله ولا بعده مثله In this narration then Ali ibn Abi Talib radiyallahu anhu said, The skin color of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam was white, with a shade of redness. White with a shade of redness coming through. And his eyes were very black. His hair was neither curly completely, nor straight completely. And his beard was very thick. His cheeks were smooth. He had a small amount of hair on his chest. His neck was like a silver pitcher. The line of hair from his upper chest to his navel was straight. And he didn't have any additional hair on his chest or stomach. His hands and feet were fleshy. When he walked, it was like he was descending from a hill. And when he stepped, it was like he was removing his foot from a huge rock. When he turned, he would turn his entire body. And the sweat on his face was like pearls. And the scent, the fragrance of his sweat was more beautiful than perfume. He was neither short nor tall. He was neither weak nor ignoble. And I have never seen anyone like him before him or after him. Those are some of the descriptions mentioned here. In this narration of Ali ibn Abi Talib. So in terms of his appearance, his complexion, 
His skin color was white, but with a shade of redness coming through. White with a shade of redness coming through. Because you can have different types of complexion. Somebody may be fair-skinned, but with a yellowy tone to them. Somebody may be fair-skinned with a different type of tone to them. The Prophet ﷺ had the white skin with a red tone to it. And this is the redness known of the Arabs. White, tan, and brown are all relative. So the whiteness of the Prophet ﷺ was the whiteness of the Arabs. Because whiteness in people differs. You have people who are white from the Scandinavian areas. Compared to people who are white from the Mediterranean areas. Compared to people who are white from the Arab areas. All of them would be classed as white skin, but it's a different shade and complexion of that whiteness. So it's mentioned that the Prophet ﷺ had the whiteness that is typical of the Arab style of the whiteness, or Arab type of the whiteness. So the whiteness of the Prophet ﷺ was the whiteness of the Arabs, and the whiteness of the Arabs leans towards the red shade, not to a yellowy complexion or any other color of complexion with that white. His hair, in terms of his hair, he had a large beard which was well groomed, and organized, the hair on his head was thick, and its length was between his shoulders and earlobes. The length of the hair of the Prophet ﷺ between his earlobes and shoulders. As for his body, he had a line of hair from his chest down to his navel. Some people their whole chest may have hair on it, and their whole uh, area of the stomach may have hair on it. But with the Prophet ﷺ, it was just a line of hair that went from the chest down to the navel. No hair on the rest of the chest or the rest of the stomach. And this line of hair was in a straight line. It was in a straight line that is mentioned. Not here, not there, not deviating away but in a straight type of line from the chest down to the navel, and that's it. No other hair to the sides or to the stomach elsewhere. And due to his pure and clear complexion, it is mentioned that his neck was a picture of silver. Ah, like when you imagine some type of steel, silver utensil or kettle, that smooth steel, silver finish, it's mentioned that his neck, from the purity and the smoothness and the clarity of the skin, nothing on it, no, uh, uh, nothing that mixes with the skin to give it any deformity, clear, pure skin, 
like you would see on some, some steel or, or silver utensil or kettle, the smooth silver. That's how they describe the neck of the Prophet ﷺ. This was not due to the color because the color was reddish white. But it was the comparison made due to silver because of the cleanliness of the complexion. Imagine now like these days we have those silver kettles when you see a silver smooth finish. No, nothing in it, just a smooth finish. That's mentioned about the neck of the Prophet ﷺ. It was smooth without any uh, spots or other things on the skin, smooth and clear. His hands, it's mentioned that his hands and toes, they were meaty, that they were thick. But that they were in proportion to the rest of his body, in proportion to the rest of his body, and to the uh, level of his strength. Uh, and he did not have thin limbs. Prophet ﷺ was not thin. He was of a good posture, of a good uh, 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 physique. And he had the thickness mentioned in his, in his, in his meat, in the hands and in the, the feet. When he walked, he would walk, he would lean forward like he was descending from a high place. And when the Prophet ﷺ would look towards the ground, he would not raise his head, nor would he look to the right or the left. He would look toward the ground. So if you saw him from a distance, it would look like he was coming down from some higher ground, looking to the ground as though you're coming down from a higher elevated area. And his footsteps were firm, grounded, firm footsteps. He would not skip his feet on the ground and uh, be light-footed in that way. Firm footsteps. Sometimes when someone is walking towards you, their shoes can be heard tapping on the ground. As for the Prophet ﷺ, his walking resembled that of soldiers. Not with any hardship. Soldiers walk firm, solid. And sometimes they may do it with hardship, though having to keep that strong type of walk, how they do it. But the Prophet ﷺ, he would do that naturally. Solid, grounded walk. Not a soft and uh, flailing type of walk, but a solid, grounded walk. And he, uh, it was like he was lifting his foot off a boulder, showing the strength and the solidness of how he walked. And he did not drag his feet along. He would walk raising them properly. As for his movements, when he wanted to speak to someone, he wouldn't turn his head while walking to the left or the right. Rather, he would stop completely and turn his whole body to the person to talk to that person. Turn his whole body to talk to the person and that is from the perfection of manners. And instead of just looking over, he would physically fully look at the person when talking to that person and that is from the good manners and the good etiquettes. It's mentioned also about the sweat of the Prophet ﷺ. That his sweat was different to any other sweat of mankind. The sweat of everybody else typically, sweat is not something we think of as good. We think of it as smelling, as not being something pleasant. And... 
As a person grows older, it's possible that sweat and it becomes more unpleasant. Sweat is not something we think of as pleasant. But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala perfected the physical attributes of the Prophet ﷺ, that when the companions smelt his sweat, the sweat of the Prophet ﷺ, it smelt like perfume to them. It would smell like perfume, that is how the sweat of the Prophet ﷺ was. They would even take some of his sweat and place it in containers as perfume. The sweat of the Prophet ﷺ. This was the nobility granted to the Prophet ﷺ. As for his physical stature, his height, he was of a medium height. Neither short nor tall, of a good physical medium height. Medium height for a man with the completeness of the physical attributes, that everything was proportioned for the, with his physical body, all in the right proportions, not looking too big, too small, too tall, too short, exactly in that middle ground in his physical body. And he was the most handsome of the people, uh, and he was the most generous of the people. Hassan said, an, My eyes have not seen anyone more handsome than you, and no woman has given birth to anyone more beautiful than you. This is the description of the Prophet ﷺ. In another version of the narration it mentions, بَيْنَ كَتِفَيْهِ خَاتَمُ النُّبُوَّةِ وَهُوَ خَاتَمُ النَّبِيِّينَ أَجْوَدُ النَّاسِ كَفَّا وَأَوْسَعُ النَّاسِ صَدْرًا وَأَصْدَقُ النَّاسِ لَهْجَةً وَأَوْفَ النَّاسِ ذِمَّةً وَأَلْيَنُهُمْ عَرِيقَةً أَلْيَنُهُمْ عَرِيقَةً وَأَكْرَمُهُمْ عِشْرَةً مَنْ رَآهُ بَدِيهَةً هَابَهُ وَمَنْ خَالَطَهُ أَحَبَّهُ يَقُولُ نَاعِتُهُ لم أرى قبله ولا بعده مثله صلى الله عليه وسلم. In this other version it mentions that the seal of prophethood was situated, placed between his shoulders. He was the last of the prophets. He was the most generous and the most patient, most forbearing. He was the most truthful of people in speech, the best in fulfilling his trust, the most gentle and accommodating, and he was the best in interacting with the people. Whoever saw him intuitively would be in awe of him. They would be amazed seeing the Prophet ﷺ. And whoever described him, they would all say, I have never seen anyone similar to him before him or after him. Never saw anybody like the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam. So when it mentions here that the seal of the prophethood was between his shoulder blades, 
The seal between his shoulders was an area of raised skin the size of a pigeon's egg. An area of raised skin the size of a pigeon's egg. And it was surrounded by moles and there were some hairs on it, on that area between the shoulders. When anyone passing, possessing knowledge from the people of the book would encounter him, when any of those people of the book, the monks and rabbis, when they saw him, they would look at this seal that was between his shoulders. And they would know he is the last of the prophets and there will be no prophet after him. He was the most generous of the people and the Arabs used to say that Hatim At-Ta'i they used to say, Hatim At-Ta'i, another man, they used to say, he was the most generous of the people. But when the Prophet ﷺ appeared, they all forgot about Hatim. And everybody else, the Prophet ﷺ was by far the most generous of the people. And he was the most forbearing, patient of the people. Meaning that he would, he would, be patient upon the people, he would be able to uh, uh, control himself and to be patient and forbearing with the people. <coughs> Even with all the difficulties, all the trials, all the hardships, all of the harm, then he remained patient. And Allah mentioned in the Quran, فَمَنْ يُرِيدِ اللَّهُ أَنْ يَهْدِيَهُ يَشْرَحْ صَدْرَهُ لِلْإِسْلَامِ Whoever Allah wishes to guide, wills to guide, then Allah opens his breast to Islam. Allah opens that person to Islam. Makes you patient and forbearing upon Islam. And he was the most truthful of people in his speech. He was famous for his truthfulness even before he became a prophet as we mentioned. He was known as Al-Ameen even before that as the trustworthy one amongst them. His character was gentle and easygoing. Gentle and easygoing. Allah mentioned in the Qur'an, فَبِمَا رَحْمَةٍ مِّنَ اللَّهِ لِنْتَ لَهُمْ And by the mercy of Allah, you behave with them, you dealt with them gently. Gentleness, compassion, mercy, from the characteristics of the Prophet wasallam. And he was also the best at behaving with his family, interacting with his family, his brothers also in faith, his wives, his children, his companions, his relatives and strangers included. Whoever saw him for the first time would be awestruck. They would be amazed. The first time anybody saw the Prophet ﷺ, whoever saw him for the first time, they would be awestruck, amazed in their hearts at what they saw from the Prophet ﷺ. And this was something given to him by Allah. He put the awe, this amazement of the people uh, for the Prophet ﷺ into their hearts. Salman radiallahu anhu, when he saw him for the first time, he said, فَلَمَّا تَبَيَّنْتُ فَلَمَّا تَبَيَّنْتُ وَجْهَهُ عرفت أن وجهه ليس بوجه كذاب. He said, and the hadith is in Ibn Majah, when I saw his face clearly, 
the Prophet's face, clearly I knew that it was not the face of a liar. I knew it was the face of a trustworthy man. These are the ways that they describe the Prophet ﷺ. So upon seeing him for the first time, the people were in awe, they were amazed of him. And when they interacted with him, they loved him. These were the two character traits. Uh, and these types of two character traits are only found in a person with complete and perfect character. And the best of them was our Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Then the author Ibn Qudamah mentions, وَقَالَ الْبَرَاءَ Ibn Azib كَانَ رَسُولُ اللَّهِ صَلَى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمْ مَرْبُوعًا بُعَيْدَ مَا بَيْنَ الْمَنْكِبَيْنَ لَهُ شَعْرٌ يَبْلُغُ شَحْمَةَ أُذُنِهِ رَأَيْتُهُ فِي حُلَّةٍ حَمْرًا لَمْ أَرَى شَيْئًا قَطُّ أَحْسَنَ مِنْهُ صَلَّى اللَّهُ This one in Al-Bukhari Muslim, Al-Bara' Ibn Azib says, The Messenger of Allah, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, He was of medium height, having broad shoulders, of medium height with broad shoulders. And his hair was hanging down to his earlobes. He was wearing a red cloak. And I have never seen anyone more handsome than him. So his shoulders were broad. And this is a sign of manhood. And his body was proportionate in size to everything. His cloak was red, but it was not pure red. Because we know it is not permissible for the man to wear pure red. Rather, it was red with other colors and lines and patterns in it. Then also, in the narration of Umm Ma'bad al-Khuza'iyyah, when she described the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, رَأَيْتُ رَجُلًا ظَاهِرَ الْوَضَاءَ أَبْلَجَ الْوَجْهِ حَسَنُ الْخَلْقِ حَسَنُ الْخَلْقِ لَمْ تَعِبْهُ ثُجْلَى وَلَمْ تُزْرِئْ بِهِ سَعْلَةِ She says, I saw a handsome man whose face was with light, illuminating. He had a good physical build. His stomach did not protrude. Good physical build with his stomach not coming out. He was not despised for having a small head. His was handsome with nice features. His head handsome with nice features. And then he mentions, وَسِيمًا قَصِيمًا فِي عَيْنَيْهِ دَعَجْ وَفِي أَشْفَارِهِ غَطَفْ وَفِي صَوْتِهِ صَحَلْ His eyes were extremely black, and his eyelashes were long and curly. His voice was commanding, and his neck was illuminating. His beard was abundant. فِي عُنُقِهِ سَطَعْ وَفِي لِحْيَتِهِ كَثَاثَةً أَزَجَّ أَقْرًا إِنْ صَمَتَ 
فعليه الوقار وإن تكلم سماع له البهاء that is uh, that he was his beard was abundant and his eyebrows were long and connected when he was silent he was quiet with dignity and when he spoke his speech was highly audible and radiant he was the most handsome of people from afar and the most handsome of people up close أجمل الناس وأبهاه من بعيد وأحلاه وأحسنه من قريب حلو المنطق فصل لا تزر أو لا نزر ولا هذر كأن منطقه خرزات نظم تحدثا His speech was sweet His words were decisive Not too long and not too short it is as though his words were a string of pearls falling down from a broken necklace. Rada'a la ba'ina min tool wa la taqtahimuhu aynun min qisar ghusnan bayna ghusnayn wa huwa anzar al-thalatha manzara wa ahsanuhum qadara lahu rufaqa يحفون به إن قال أنصتوا لقوله وإن أمر تبادروا لأمره محفود محشود لا عابس ولا مفند and then she says he was a branch between two branches and he was the most handsome of the three and he was the most valuable of them he had companions who surrounded him. When he spoke, they listened to his statement. And when he commanded, they rushed to implement his commands. He was served and surrounded. He was not someone with a frowning face. And he was not viewed as feeble-minded. Umm Ma'bad al-Khuza'iyah, who narrates this narration and this description, was the woman he passed by during the migration. She was a woman who the Prophet ﷺ passed by and she saw him during the migration. And this is the description she gave. Aisha radiallahu anha described his speech by saying, حَدِيثًا لَوْ عَدَّهُ الْعَادُّ لَأَحْصَحَ Aisha radiallahu anha said, The Prophet ﷺ used to talk in a deliberate manner, such that if someone wanted to count his words, he could do so. If somebody wanted to count his words, he could do so. Then after that also we have here the narration of Anas ibn Malik carrying on with the description of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Anas ibn Malik al-Ansari radiyallahu anhu annahu wasafa Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam faqal that he described the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and he said كان ربعة من القوم ليس بالطويل البائن 
ولا بالقصير المتردد أزهر اللون ليس بالأبيض الأمحق ولا بالآدم ليس بجعد ولا قطط ولا سبط رجل الشعر He said that the Prophet ﷺ was of an average medium height not too tall and not too short with a rosy color as we said whiteness, fairness with a redness in it a rosy color not extremely white but not brown and his hair was neither very curly nor was it very straight a medium in his hair neither curly completely nor straight completely then we have the final narration here talking about the description of the prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam waqala hind ibn abi halah kana rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam fakhman mufakhma يَتَلَأْلَأَ وَجْهُهُ تَلَأْلُؤُ الْقَمَرْ لَيْلَةَ الْقَدْرِ أَطْوَلَ مِنَ الْمَرْبُوعِ وَأَقْصَرَ مِنَ الْمُشَذَّبِ عَظِيمَ الْهَامَ رَجَلَ شَعْرٍ إِنْ انْفَرَقَتْ عَقِيقَتُهُ فَرَقْ وَإِلَّا فَلَا يُجَاوِزُ شَعْرَهُ شَحْمَةَ أُذُنَيْهِ إِذَا هُوَ وَفَرَهِ إِذَا هُوَ وَفَرَهِ أَزْهَرَ اللَّوْنَ وَاسِعَ الْجَبِينَ أَسَجَّلَ الْحَوَاجِبَ سوابغ في غير قرن بينهما عرق يدره الغضب أقنى العرنين له نور يعلوه يحسبه من لم يتأمله أشم كف اللحية أدعج العينين سهل الخدين ظليع ظليع الفم أشنب مفلج الأسنان دقيق المسربة كأن عنقه جيد دمية في صفاء الفضة معتدل الخلق بادنا متماسكا سواء البطن والصدر مصيح الصدر بعيد ما بين المنكبين ضخم الكراديس أنور المتجرد موصول ما بين اللب والسرة بشعر يجري كالخط عار الثديين والبطن مما سوى ذلك أشعر الذراعين والمنكبين عريض الصدر طويل الزندين رحب الراحة شت شفن الكفين والقدمين سائل الأطراف سبط القصيب خمصان الأخمصين الأخمصين مصيح القدمين ينبو عنهما الماء إذا زال قلعا ويخطو تكفؤا ويمشي هونا ذريع المشيا إذا مشى كأنما ينحط من صبب وإذا التفت التفت جميعا خافض الطرف نظره إلى الأرض أطول من نظره إلى السماء جل نظره الملاحظة يسوق أصحابه وَيَبْدَأُ مَنْ لَقِيَهُ بِالسَّلَامِ In this description of Hind ibn Abi Hala, he says that the messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam was great and he was viewed as great. His face shone like the full moon. He was taller than someone of medium height, but shorter than someone of a tall height, of that medium good physique. His head was large and his hair was combed. If his hair became parted in the middle, he left it like that, and if not, his hair did not go beyond his earlobes when he grew it. His complexion was rosy and his forehead was wide. 
His eyebrows were arched, complete and not connected. Between his eyebrows was a vein that showed if he was angry. His nose was long and arched in the middle with a thin tip. He had light on his face. The one who did not look at him closely would think his nose was tilted high. His beard was big with a lot of hair. His eyes were very black. His cheeks were smooth. His mouth was wide. His teeth were well set with slight spaces between them. He had thin hair from his chest to his navel. His neck was like the neck of a doll made from fine silver. Like we were saying, the smooth finish on his neck. His physical stature was proportionate. His body was big and his flesh was tight. His stomach was level with his chest. And his chest was level. His shoulders were wide. He was big bone, boned at the joints. His body parts were uncovered. That were uncovered remained bright and light. He had a thin straight line of hair from his upper chest to his navel. And his chest and stomach did not have any other hair besides that. He had a little hair on his upper arms and shoulders. His forearms were long and his palms were big. His fingers and toes were big, proportionate to his body, shape and size. Uh, his limbs were straight and his bones were long and straight. His feet were arched and they were level and soft, such that water flowed easily on them. When he walked, he lifted his feet and walked in a calm, humble manner, taking wide steps. It was as though he was walking down from a slope. When he turned... He would turn his entire body and he would look down towards the ground more than he would look towards the sky. His looks were brief and his companions walked in front of him. He initiated the salam upon those he would come across. In some narrations it is also mentioned that his eyebrows were connected uh, whilst in other narrations it mentions that his eyebrows were not connected. What is understood from the different narrations is that a person who saw him from at a distance would maybe think they were connected, but when you saw him up close you would realize they were not connected from the middle. Rather he had a vein that would come through when sometimes you see your veins popping out, that he would have a vein that would come through here, and when he became angry that vein would become apparent. And he would only ever become angry for the sake of Allah, never for revenge for himself or anything. And the Prophet ﷺ had small ankles, and this allowed him to walk in that manner that he did. And it is said that this is a sign of strong legs. So he had that strong build, strong build in his body, his stomach in line with his chest, not out, physical body tight, with his muscles and bones of a good stature, medium physical stature, not too tall, not short, broad shoulders. These are the descriptions given of the Prophet ﷺ. That is what is mentioned up to that section uh, by the author. Uh, and that is where we'll leave it up to that section there. Next week, insha'Allah ta'ala, we move on to the 
manners of the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam. This was the physical description of the Prophet ﷺ. Next week, his behavior. How did he used to behave and his manners and interactions with the people? That is what we'll begin with next week, inshallah ta'ala, from Mukhtasar uh, Sirat al-Nabi of Abdul Ghani al-Maqdisi, uh, rahimahullah ta'ala. So we'll round off on that for tonight. وصلى الله على نبينا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين. Any questions? Anything to add? In that case, next week then eight uh, seven p.m. Inshallah, Taala next week.